All right, and welcome to the Commission Corners podcast series. I'm your commissioner, Jonathan Ernie. All right, I want to get things started. I was going to do this whole, I had this whole thing planned where I was going to talk about what an odd week it was for fantasy and can't really blame my team. And I don't know. Look, I know a lot of people, I got a lot of messages of concern over the weekend. Like, hey, are you okay? You know, what's going on with your team? Uh, I think it was just an off week. It was a lot of duds, um, you know, and, you know, Dalvin Cook kind of messed me up with Thielen. Uh, Diggs didn't really go off. My running backs didn't really do anything. Uh, I didn't have Kyler. You know, it was just a dud week for me, and uh, it happens. You know, it happens to everybody. Um, so I got to move on. I got to got to bow through and see uh, see how I can best put forth like a competitive team this week. Um, and I do have a tough matchup, which we're going to get into uh, a little in a little bit. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm not really that upset. This is the first time since 2009 that I have like a a football team that I really that is competitive in the Miami Dolphins and so I'm a little bit more excited than I was in 2009 because I wasn't really I never thought Pennington was going to be the end-all be-all like savior he was kind of just a transition quarterback kind of rebuild but you know he he couldn't last so I'm excited that hopefully Tua is the future and you know and hopefully that that leads to uh, some wins and not really sold on the Bills and Patriots are kind of struggling so maybe we can sneak in for that AFC East and um, I'm pretty excited about that. I uh, got a great got a great pod for you tonight. Uh, Meg B's here. Uh, she's gonna give uh, her uh, her takes on uh, the happenings of the league and this week's matchups uh, but first let's hear a word from our sponsor. want to take a second and talk to you about Bed Bath & Beyond. Hey, get holiday ready fast this season at Bed Bath & Beyond. Right now they're doing a one day only holiday daily deal online. You can get it now and save. They offer free curbside and store pickup and same day delivery as little as $4.99. Are you ready for applause this Thanksgiving season? Put together the perfect Thanksgiving feast that's worth celebrating when you shop the deals at Bed Bath & Beyond. So what are you waiting for? Click, call, or drive there today and check out all the great deals at Bed Bath & Beyond. All right, I'm here with Megan Bryant. Megan, welcome to the Commish Corner. Thanks for having me, John. Sorry I'm like three weeks late and I kept canceling on you. It's all good. It's all good. Just happy to have you here. Um, I want to get started uh, talking about uh, Craig's team. And uh, the first segment is that I've written down is uh, panic time for Craig, question mark. Um, let, me give you, let me give you some notes before you answer, okay? He's in okay. seventh place. He's typically in the playoff hunt. That's why we're kind of having a segment. It's not just like... I want to berate Craig. Um, I just—he's typically like a lot better of a team. He's out of fab. I was wondering why you picked Craig to pick on, but like, okay, I'm seeing where you're going with this. He's out of fab. 
Uh, he has no options on his bench right now. Uh, and then he is starting Marvin Jones Jr. with uh, no Stafford um, and is probably with Chase Daniel. Okay. So is this panic time for Craig? Um, I don't know. I don't know that I would call it panic time. Um, I think Devontae Adams has been pretty big lately and maybe he has a better game again. Um, and then if you look at Craig's like point total the last three weeks really haven't been that bad. Um, he's been over a hundred, 114 last week. Uh, so it's not terrible. Um, I do, I kind of think that he's going to end seven and seven though. So, I mean, I guess that depends on where Craig wants to fall. I think he'll lose to Mike and Thomas and probably Patrick this week. Um, and then, uh, but Patrick's the only like wild card for one. I think he'll win against you and your brother and Matt. But um, so I just think it looks like it's not terrible. I know you guys talk about Craig not having a great team, and I understand you saying he doesn't have the bench. But I do think he'll end seven and seven. Now that's not Craig like for sure. Um, so that's a downgrade. But I don't know where everyone else's cards are going to fall. So. It could be. I just think he's going to end up in a place where he's not making the playoffs, and that's unusual for Craig, and you're right. I don't know that it's panic time. Or I don't know if Craig's just like, it is what it is, because that could be the case too. Um, I think by, what are we, at week nine, we start to kind of feel like I know where I'm, the cards are going to fall for me or I have a rough idea, and maybe Craig's just like, well, this isn't my year. I'm just worried about him. You know, I care. Uh, I care about everybody in the league, and, you know, We've talked a lot about, you know, Dan's team, Matt Phillips' team, uh, Coleman, Mike, of course. And so, I mean, I think I've probably hit on everybody. But, you know, I just wanted to talk to, about Craig's team for a minute because, you know, I just feel like he hasn't really gotten the attention this year. And he's, he's – Has he deserved the attention, though? Well, I guess he's just middle of the pack. I just thought, you know, he'd be better. He'd turn it around. But, I don't know. I just question all of his moves he makes. and. Well, he did put Matt Ryan on his team. So watch Matt Ryan have like a 29-point game when he was giving me jack shit and I got rid of him. It didn't, it didn't work out for me either. So yeah. I don't know. I think that this week is kind of a tell. Like if, if he can pull out a win against Patrick, um, then that could be a good indicator. Patrick's just had such a bad game last week that I think he'll That's be like tough. working really hard to not be embarrassed again this week. Um, but, I mean, Craig got a – 114 points last week it's and 104 the week before and 103 the week before so it's not it's not terrible he's definitely in the running but I just don't think he has a great team this year yeah we'll certainly see uh, I guess I'm rooting for him I don't know uh, but let's move on to the next segment uh, this is called best looking team and basically you draft uh, in, in my opinion, I guess, or every, like the, the league consensus is you draft the best looking team every year. And so I'm just curious if this has changed since the draft or if you, uh, if you have any, any front runners now for the best looking team. Okay. I don't know that it's like a consensus among you. I feel like I've put it pretty much out there that like I'm drafting good looking dudes for my team. Um, I don't think it's a secret. Uh, but I did have a lot of fun with this today. So at first I like had an Amelia Bedelia moment where I was trying to figure out if you were like literal, like best looking team, like who do I think is going to make the top four and be in the playoffs or like who looks good. So I did both ways. Um, I, I physically think, good. 
I picked the top four best looking teams. And then there are some that I was like having a really hard time. There are some that are just, oh my gosh, there's like barely anyone on their team that is good. So I made a list of like standouts and I have like three or four for, or like three for most teams. I had a few that had like a fourth one that I was able to put down. And then there were some are just ugly like i want to know i want to know the ugly teams first can okay. i know who has the ugliest team okay um money matt i mean if it, if michael thomas wasn't on his team oh my gosh oh and and this is the best if you've never looked at his kicker john i about peed my pants because um his kicker looks like you like a real quick picture of you next to his picture that he took for the nfl um his name is rodrigo blankenship please look that up because right. Right now, the face that I'm looking at looks a heck of a lot like this kicker on um, Matt's team. So he's the most attractive team now. No, no. I thought we were doing not attractive. You say he looks like me. He does in like a quick glance. Are you kidding? These little glasses and this like weird. If you were asked to do a picture for the NFL, you'd try to look tough. And so you wouldn't have a big old smile. And that would look like you. So Rodrigo Blankenship, look him up and tell me he doesn't look like John would oh, look if he was taking his NFL picture. Now, if you smiled, you'd w it would help. But, like, this is what he looks like, is a very skinny dude. He has, like, a chin. He's got some chest hair hanging out, you know? Weird. He has, like, a, a lot of A lot of hair going on. He looks like you. So, um, Money Matt's team is pretty ugly. Like, I had a hard time. Michael Thomas was easy, and then, like, it was, like, a long list, and, like, no, 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 no. And then I got to Derrick Henry and I was like, I guess that's not too bad. Um, your brother, Jason, oh man, that one was rough too. Um, Chase Claypool, not bad. Amari Cooper, not a bad looking dude. The rest of them, just plain ugly. Like they can't even balance that out. And then Thomas, I mean, without, the, without Harrison Butker, the like frat boy with the great jawline and like Alan Robinson, oh my gosh, that one's bad too. So, I mean, I really, out of those options, Thomas's team is pretty good but ugly. And so that's not terrible um, to have if they're ugly players, if they're playing well. Um, but, John, I was impressed with your team. I don't know who James Conner is, but I have never seen that guy before or never paid attention. But I was like, who is that? I wrote Babe next to him. Nice. So you get the highest ranking because I – like um, James Conner, Adam Thielen, of course, gets extra points. But Jamichael Hasty, if you, like, cut his hair off because that's a little distracting, like, he's got a good-looking face. Yeah. The, hair, the hair just takes over, and you're just like, it's your first look is the hair. Um, but Hasty's not bad-looking. So I have the, the best-looking team? Yeah, I actually think you do. So that's kind of weird. But it's not because, like, I know how vain you are. So, like, maybe you are – kind of following my footsteps and drafting good looking people. Um, I definitely come in second because I have Travis Kelsey, Sterling Shepard, um, DK Metcalf, and I've kept Nip Chubb and he has those cute little dimples. So if I, uh, if I drop Kyler Murray for Kirk Cousins, is that? Oh, if you add Cousins to your team, that helps a lot. Um, <laughs> other really good ones. I know I noted four people on Patrick's team. Um, they were pretty good looking. Um, I did have, a lot of times the kickers are good looking. It's kind of funny. Um, but I noted four. And then Dan has Christian McCaffrey, who's a good looking dude. And Giovanni Bernard is a good looking dude, even with his like weird mustache thing. 
not a bad look in the picture. It's just funny. Like, I think it's funny. You might as well make your NFL picture funny. But um, if you like look at, like, just Google search him, it's a pretty good looking dude. How come yeah. you don't have like Jimmy G or Kirk Cousins on your team? I mean, I've really thought about it because my quarterback situation's rough. But if I did, then I would just blow you out of the water. So I'll think about it. But top three, uh, I'm going with you, John, me, then Patrick. And then worst looking overall, Money Matt, Justin, Jason, and Thomas. <laughs> Nice. I'm glad I have the best looking team. It helps that I look like um, the ugliest kicker in football. <laughs> I um, didn't look at all the kickers. I only looked at the kickers that were on people's teams. So only 12 kickers, yeah. maybe 14. But if you ever need a list of attractive NFL players, I've got it for you. Now we know who you're – can I have that list for next year's draft? Because that's, that's probably who you're going to pick. I think I'm going to keep it for myself to do that. Um, all right, so I want to move on. I want to look at the matchups, and I want to start with an odd one because I think I'm a little crazy. But is it possible? I know. I know. Every week I shoot on Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it possible that Money Matt beats Dan this week? Well, I mean, we all agree that shit on Dan is a great game. So let's start with that. So it's you're not losing anybody there. Um, my first instinct after Dan was cheering for Matt to beat me last week was to like cheer against him. But, um, Dan's team as of earlier this afternoon was almost 20 points projected ahead. Um, Matt did pull off 103 points last week, which is the only the second time he's ever gotten over hundred points. He was in week two, but he was late against Mike. So he didn't really stand a chance there. Um, I think this is what's going to have to happen. You're going to have to have a huge game out of Mahomes because mm -hmm. that, that's a big one for you. Um, Julio Jones has been improving each week. Like the last – I looked back at the last few weeks. Um, he got 14 points in week eight, 10 points in week seven, 26 points in week six. So if he has a strong game, that could definitely help. Um, and Naheem Hines, um, awesome, like – he had an 18.5 week eight, which was kind of cool. He had two receiving touchdowns. So let's see, I mean, if he can do it again. He also had like that many points in week one. So maybe it's just like a weird fluke, but I think he would need those three people that he has lined up um, to play really, really well. Um, but overall, like I think Dan still wins. Um, even if McCaffrey doesn't play, like he's got Justin Jackson. So like, I think either way, he's got that spot figured out. Uh, it won't be great, but it'll be something. Um, I just think Matt's team typically plays so flat that it's hard to know. He's trying. Like, you can tell he's trying to make some moves. So, I guess work has gotten better. The cats aren't as, you know, nipping at his heels, and he's not as distracted by them. I did the same thing you did where I laid out the situation for Matt. Here's the thing. I kind of looked at Dan's situation a little bit more. So, McCaffrey comes back. But I, let's say he's eased in. He's on a he's on a limit uh, for snaps, so he doesn't score a bunch. There's no Aaron Jones this week. There's no Mixon. Uh, maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers struggles against San Francisco defense. I don't know. And then he has Corey Davis and Brandon Cooks, the thirty fifth and thirty fifth sixth 
wide receiver. So that's kind of middle of the pack. It's not really that exciting. So if, if his team just kind of lays an egg, that's where I think that it's possible that uh, Matt Phillips gets the win. I'm still going Dan, um, unfortunately. I guess. I mean, I think we'd all be like super excited to see a Matt Phillips win, period. It'd be an extra bonus if it was against Dan. Um, but I think it's going to take an extreme effort. I paid attention to Matt's more than I paid attention to Dan's when I made that. So I'm kind of looking at the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Next matchup is myself against Thomas. This is a this is a huge matchup for me. Okay. Well, I wrote that this might be the game of the week. Wow. Um, if you don't stop making annoying trades with me, though, I'm going to lose it. I, I know that you're, like, a huge fan of trades, and you're trying to make people make moves, but, like, you're throwing at garbage. And if you don't keep throwing garbage at me, I'm going to go light some garbage and put it in your front lawn. Well, you don't, you don't ever accept the first offer. You always, you know, counter with something else. You know, I'm just kind of lowballing to get the conversation started, you know. No, I don't have time for that. Give me a decent offer. I'll consider it and, like, call it what it is. I don't really love doing offers with you um, anyway because you don't always give me the best advice for my team. So um, I don't know that it's not, like, one-sided. I think sometimes you're like, oh, she's a girl. She won't know. No, no I know. I, I just um, want DK Metcalf. I love DK Metcalf. I'm not giving him up. Yeah. Um, you are one point off from projections, unless you guys have changed something from earlier today. Um, that's part of why I think it might be the game of the week and looking at both of them and, like, where you are. I really like Thomas's team. I know that um, you all early on were like, Thomas's team is crap. And Thomas's team is so much better than it was week two or week three. And I uh, like this, like, up and up. I think he's going to trend up. I think he's going to beat you this week. I know you don't like hearing that. I know that's not being very supportive. But I do think it's going to be Thomas that beats you this time. You know, I don't really pick myself mm -hmm. in these scenarios. What are you going to start off one of those texts that says, like, congratulations, Thomas? I'm picking myself. Whatever you play. Oh. Confident. Ridley's questionable. Hawkinson has – Chase Daniel throwing to him. I got Hasty. He's going to light it up. I like James Conner this week, too, going against Dallas. Uh, Kyler is the third best uh, quarterback. Before his bye, he was number one. Uh, and then Diggs is going against Seattle, which doesn't have a You keep trying to get rid of Kyler, though. I like that you're, like, pointing out, like, oh, by the way. I feel like that was just, like, a, hey, someone take me off of my garbage trade. No, I just – he's my he's my best asset. I'm trying to, to get more depth in my team. I'm trying to get more – I'm trying to get either a running back, a high-end tight end and Travis Kelsey or a, or a, or a high-end wide receiver. Um, I don't – I don't know how I feel about my running back situation right now. I have like a lot of temporary fixes. Like I got hasty that will be good for a couple of weeks. I've got Boston Scott a couple of weeks. The bills thing that I have going on is a mess. Um, so really James Connor is the only person I have that I can depend on. And I don't know. I kind of need a second guy. If I want to make that push, I know a lot of people don't want to trade for quarterbacks because 
that's the same strategy I would have in the same in a similar situation. But some people have garbage quarterbacks out there, and I'm trying to see if I can nudge them in the direction of a trade so that I can start in my you know dream world scenario. I can do this and Tua goes off, but I don't have Tua, so it's fine. I'm just going to keep Kyler and go with that. All right. Well, you made a good plug for someone who may want to trade with you, but it's not me. <laughs> Next matchup is you against Mosher. Okay. I think this one might be close. I don't really want to say it, but I think it's going to be Mosher because he has a little bit better of a quarterback running back situation than I do. My running back and quarterback situation sucks right now. I just haven't figured out what I want to do differently. Um, and I'm not willing to give up my wide receivers and tight ends to make that happen, my tight end to make that happen. So I'm going to go with Mosier, but I'm hoping that it flips, you know, Biden style. So I, I picked Mosier as well. I, I picked Jacob's bounce back game. And I'm only picking him if he starts Josh Allen. Um, I think if he starts Tannehill, it's not going to be that great for him. And uh, I think he could sneak out the win. I think he will. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. He just hasn't looked at it to change it real fast. Yeah. Next matchup is Muddy Matt against Jason. All right. I went Muddy Matt. I I know, like, Chris Carson is questionable, but – DJ Dallas could play if Carson can't, so I think he'll be okay in that one. Um, Jason would need, like, really big games from Todd Gurley and Lamar, and I just don't think that he's going to get it. Um, I like Money Matt's team better. Jason's team plays like crap. For someone who, like, pays a lot of attention to um, being in a fantasy league, because I feel like Jason's always texting or calling you about it, his team is terrible year after year. He's a – He's a classic overthinker. Um, he tends to overthink. Tends everything. to run in your family, doesn't it? Yeah, but I overthink about well, different trivial matters. I guess I guess I should say he and will. Fantasy overthink. football isn't trivial. I mean, unless you're Mike Scott and it's in your top five favorite things to do. It's no, trivial. I'm just saying that I think he overthinks every situation. He's like me. He listens to. Uh, maybe one or two podcast series on fantasy football. Can I get Angela to tell us if that's really true? It's only one or two. I bet um, she can tell us there's more. I used to listen to a, a really in-depth one that was like, it had an episode every single day. And the year I won the league was the year I actually listened to that podcast series. I kind of stopped because I just, there was too many episodes. So now I pick one that only has like, two or three episodes a week well i guess you know what you need to do and you're not doing it is listening to that every day no i there's so much luck involved in fantasy football it it wouldn't i don't think it really changes that much anyway um i'm going with money man as well next matchup this would have been like the matchup of the year if uh you know these two teams would have been their traditional one and two spots but it's uh, not looking that way. It's Craig against Pat. Okay. Um, I think I already kind of gave this earlier a little, or at least a little bit of it. Um, I am going with Pat simply because he had such a bad week last week. I think he is, like, going to be trying to make a lot change up. And it's kind of a fluke that it was that bad. Like, 
it's not usually that bad. Um, Craig has Matt Ryan, which he shit the bed for me, so I kind of hope he does for him because I'm <laughs> mad at him personally. Um, and then you get, like, a Chase Edmonds who's either, like, a 10 or 15-point game or, like, three. Like, there's not much in between. Like, you either have a decent play out of him or you get, like, nothing. So, uh, looking at that trend, I thought that was interesting. And he's, I, he's the guy in Arizona now, so I think I think that'll be good for him. Okay. Uh, I'm going Pat as well. I think this is a Clyde game. Uh, I I was like a little skeptical about Pat because he's he's flexing a tight end. I know I saw that. A really rare thing. Um, he may change his mind. He might. It might work out for him. I just like DJ Moore, and I know he does too. And you know, on paper, he should be. I mean, he's the he's the twelfth best wide receiver right now in fantasy. So I don't know. I, I I would just rather have him over two tight ends. I just feel like there's more upside, but I could be wrong. Uh, and then the last matchup is Coleman against Mike. God love Coleman. Um... He has been making all kinds of moves this week, like trying to look like he's really like in it, which I, I think that's a good thing. I was looking at the amount of like things he was picking up and dropping, and I was just like, whoa, Coleman's, Coleman's actually playing this week. Um, don't know if you like brought him back to life last week having him on, which I actually really wanted to do an episode with Coleman because I was going to like throw out random fake players and like stats about him, and I think Coleman – would like not have the heart to tell me that I'm wrong or knowing last week he's more clueless than I am on who players are and what team they're on. So uh, I probably could have gotten away with throwing out random Brandon Smith's and David Johnson's, well, there is David Johnson, but like just throwing out random names and throwing out random stats. And I think he would believe me. So that would have been kind of fun. Uh, next time, next time. Um, but even with Colin making strong effort, I'm hoping he's just making them for future so he, like, builds up because I don't think he has a chance against Mike. None of us really do. Yeah, I really want Mike to lose. Um, but he's his team was consistent in last week's fluky, weird week that it was, and he still scored uh, a great deal of points. He added Noah Fant, which I think is a really good move. Yeah. Uh, and he's got the fab to do it as well to uh, bully the people that are broke. So um, that works in his favor as well. So I think I think Mike wins. Can I give you my top four projections for who I think will win the league? Because I made that list too for best looking teams. Because I didn't know if you meant like. So are you saying win the league like in the playoffs or? Yeah, who will make it to the playoffs? Be his top four. Make, make it okay. Let's see your top four. Okay, Mike. Yeah. Which it seems like it's, it's like, it, it kind of in some ways it kind of sucks for Mike because he's got like no competition. Um, but I'm sure he's sitting there like giggling and like, hey, like real weird about it. I'm sure he likes it. Um, I think Thomas is a surprise one for me, but I, like from the start of the year to now, I think Thomas, um, will Thomas be never made the playoffs, Bolton. I know, but you know, here's the year we all deserve a chance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think with McCaffrey coming back either hopefully this week, I guess, for Dan or next, I think Dan will make it in the top four. And, John, I think you'll make it in the top four. Wow. Love you it. You put way too much time and energy, like, you know, like Mike does, into it. So, 
I think that you cracked the top four based off what, what you guys got left and how everything's still so up in the air with injuries and COVID, like lots of people testing positive. There's just no telling. So I think the four, the four of you have the best chance to be there. Now, this is week nine, so five weeks to go, six weeks, whatever that is. I fortunately get to play Coleman twice and Matt Phillips. So hopefully- Like you have those left? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was the only lucky one that had pretty much all that left. I, I, have, I get to play Matt twice too and Coleman twice. You get to play Matt Phillips I think so. and Coleman twice in your last few weeks? I think so. I think I was right. Maybe I'm wrong, but I. Oh, I, I might. I might change my predictions and put you in the playoffs. I think I. I think I get to play both of them twice, but I, I've already played. Like I just meant in general. Like I get to play them twice. Okay. Well, maybe you still win. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I can't decide. So this this matchup this week is is gonna be make um, or break. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways. I mean, I still have that those fortunate mac- matchups later on. Um, you're predicting that Craig beats me in like four weeks from now. So, I mean, and then I I finish off the year against Pat. So, you know, maybe that. Who I'd really like to see make the playoffs is Money Matt because he's had a better team than previous years. Um, and he's like that silent silent little member of our team. Um, or league, sorry, league. Um. So it would just be kind of fun for him to like creep in there. Um, he made the playoffs last year. Did he? Sorry. Oh, totally forgot. Clearly once I was out, I didn't care. Um, but I know he's had some rough years, so that's where I was thinking. But it could be him too. Like he's nipping there too. But I think there are some of us that are already out of the game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'll be allowed to do more podcasts if Dan makes the playoffs. As much as I have shit on his team for – nine weeks now uh i think i might get shut down you're gonna get shut down if dan makes the playoffs yeah i've just i've been wrong basically every week um i i I still look at his team and i think i don't want it i don't like it um but he he keeps winning so i don't maybe i don't know what i'm talking about who knows so well i mean you're a member so you're a little biased if you were like an outside party it would be different yeah maybe I, I, def- I think we all appreciate you bringing this some type of medium back i think it's funny that people used to complain about like the little videos being too long and now like coleman set the record for 45 minutes of a podcast so um or 41 or whatever that was so i would love for it to be we an clearly hour. wanted something i would love for it to be an hour <laughs> okay you're pushing your luck it took me two hours to write out notes today. I'm not giving you another hour of my time. We could just like record our prep. Like, you know, we just record ourselves looking at it, making some, you know. Then you would see me just laughing hysterically at some of these ugly kids that are making millions of dollars and I'm jealous of, but. Then we could publish some YouTube video content as well and be like, you know, our reactions. You know, people like to watch reactions to things. So you could just do like Bryant's reactions to to teams like no i don't think anyone would watch that i don't i don't have good enough like facial expressions and i'm not quick-witted enough for that you could play it up you could play it up when you saw blankenship you would i mean i but i couldn't even talk i was laughing so hard please guys if you haven't looked up this dude and 
please do and tell me he doesn't look like John. If John were to take an NFL picture and try to look tough and not smile, it, he looks like John. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I'll get a jersey. See if I can just go to a Colts bar and just get free drinks. That would be great. That Actually, would... John, we have a new plan. Next year, well, yeah, next year, because everything's going to be better in 2021. Maybe. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to take you to a Colts game, if he's still for the Colts, hopefully. And then you're going to wear that jersey, and we're going to see how many free drinks you get. Except if you are actually a player, do you wear your jersey out in public? No, but you could go. You'd be a total douche if you did. Yeah, that, that would be like, that'd be weird. But you could like, you could get, you know. Official Colts gear. Someone, that, someone that's a talker like Coleman to go up to people and be like, hey, my buddy here uh, plays for the Colts. Like, can we get VIP access? And then you say it loud enough and someone hears. And yeah, this is totally, this is, this could totally happen. Yeah, you, you could take, you need to take Coleman with you. You need to take Thomas with you. Yeah, Thomas would be a good one as well. That's a great combo of people that can, like, bullshit on their feet and say all kinds of nonsense and, like, keep up a story about nothing. It would be great. You should do it. New and plan. If, if this guy is anything like me, probably it's just pretty awkward. and I can just be quiet and just kind of, yeah, sure, you know. Yeah. I think you get away with it. Yeah. All right. Rope in Coleman. He can't leave. He cannot leave the league now. Because he has a job to do. No, I, I, and, he's not going anywhere. And I have a pro oh oh before we go, I have a problem with your statement last week about trying to get Coleman back in. I think Ben should be for hire, and anybody who wants to hire Ben to draft their team, which he actually hates the draft, but if they want to, then they should be able to do it. He's like as counsel. You want to hire him, you could, but like a two-person team, that's not fair. Why? It, it would, they would, everybody would make the worst decisions anyway. Like, if we all, ben, but we all want Ben as our advisor based on what we saw last year. That Ben could easily be an advisor for your team. So, like, why is he going to get a leg up? I don't know. I, I do believe that Ben probably, you know, helped Mike out in some ways. But I do think Mike probably told him, like, hey, I really want. I gave him a list of who he wanted. And clearly we can't keep saying like, oh, Mike won with Ben's team because Mike's kicking all of our asses and he drafted his own team. That's true. I mean, we'll see. It's still early. He, he but I think Ben should be for hire and whoever gets to him first and offers him the best deal can use him to draft. No, I would love to see. I don't a, think Coleman gets first dibs because they've been besties for years. I would love to see a co-ownership. I think it'd be fun and, you know, you could deal with like, a lot of debates on who to start. I think I'm going to pick up this person, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I think, I don't see that there being that different results. I think it would just bring a little bit more camaraderie. You know, people would enjoy a little bit more of interactions. I think you, you could bring in, you know, hopefully we can go to bars and stuff like that again. Maybe we could have like a little bit more social interaction with football. So. I'm pretty sure that if you wanted Ben to hang out casually, he would hang out casually without having to have a team. No, but it's like gambling. It, it, you know, you care more when you have something on the line. Because so. you gamble all the time? No, I don't gamble all the time. I mean, fantasy football is kind of like gambling, but I don't 
I don't game all the time, but I, you know, I'm not going to watch, I'm not going to watch a Jets, uh, Washington professional football team if it's on TV, but if I had something on it, I would watch it. And I think that's, it, it brings a little bit more fun. And, you know, if, if that, if I have something on it and then I'm with a group of friends, it makes it a lot more better, a lot better. You know, I like it. Sure. We'll plan out things for us to do next year, starting with going to a Colts bar and trying to get free drinks. Colts bar draft, draft, fantasy draft in Indy at a Colts bar, and I wear a Blankenship jersey. No, like Colts stuff with maybe your name embroidered. Would like pay to have it embroidered? What if I just go around signing autographs? The best is if you forgot and you signed Jonathan Ernie instead. <laughs> and someone had like a Colts jersey and they were really excited and then they look at it closer and they're like, what the hell? <laughs> this is not the right autograph. I gotta I gotta get an in at the bar so I can have like like best kicks of twenty twenty, like playing in the background. Like, oh yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, anyway. All right, we're done shooting the shit because nobody wants to hear us talk about nothing. No. Everybody it's, does. It's clear that you've missed me, but like, it's time. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the pod. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. See you later. Bye. All right. Thanks so much to Meg B. Thanks so much to Bed Bath & Beyond for sponsoring the pod. Looks like it's going to be an exciting week. Tough matchup for me, but I'm really hoping I pull through. Till next time, peace.